This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Into the 3 o'clock hour we slide and our first daily gambit is coming your way. But first, I think we need to talk some Aztecs. We get no love. It is quite irritating. The Aztecs go up to Gonzaga and put a whooping on them. At Gonzaga. Yeah. One of the hardest places to play in the country. 13th team in the country at the time, I believe. The Zags, yes. Yes. And uh, Aztecs win by 10. Yeah. Can't get in the top 25. I I, I couldn't believe this. It's it's ridiculous. Ultimately, it doesn't matter. It's more for bragging rights, really. But still. It gives you a better seating in the tournament at the end of the year. It certainly can help. I mean, the Aztecs looked terrific. I mean, that's, I think, one of the better games they've played this season. And they handled a team with ease. A team that started the year five spots ahead of them, uh, I believe, to to begin the year. Aztecs were were 18, seven spots. Yeah, seven spots. Zaga was 11. 11. Yeah. And, you know, the Padres, the the Aztecs have lost how many games this year? Three? Four? Maybe three. Yeah. Uh, Can't get in the top 25. But nonetheless, it was a terrific performance by the Aztecs on the road in one of the toughest places, and their defense was was tremendous in that game. I mean, I do think this is a blatant – I can't – I don't know what the word is, but they're ignoring – a team out here that deserves to be ranked. And yes, it doesn't matter in the end because San Diego state wasn't ranked for much of last year. And then they ended up in the national championship with a shot to win it all. But at the same time, you want to see them being recognized for how good they are. And they've only lost two games this year. I think so. this is a, I think this is a big, big win for the program. Uh, this is a, I think it's a home and home. So they get Gonzaga comes to San Diego state next season. Yeah. Um, but that's a huge win here. Are the, for the Aztecs. Y- huge win, huge, Incredible win, and they beat Stanford before that as well. I know Stanford might not be the once the proud program it once was, but it's still a big school. They lost to BYU early in the year, and BYU is a ranked team who's playing really well this year. And then they lost to Grand Canyon, who Mark Ziegler came on this very show and said this might be a trap game, and it he was, did. and yeah. it was. So they, they're they're not getting the attention they deserve. Now Colorado State is definitely getting the attention they deserve. They've only lost one game and they are number thirteen in the country right now. Yep. So when they come on down here to to San Diego State and get their head whooped, hopefully hopefully there's no excuses about that one at that point. And, and guess who Colorado State lost to? St. Mary's. 
Yeah. And St. Mary's was a team that the Aztecs beat by 25. Yeah. So tell me that the rankings make sense, because I don't think you can. <laughs> I don't think you can. The Aztecs uh, turned it up offensively. I, I got to tell you, I am extremely impressed with, with Reese Wallace, uh, Waters. Yeah, yeah. He is. Uh, he's a scorer, but he's... He's a scorer that has bought, seemed like he has bought into the system. You know, as a defensive-minded team, um, it's not always easy for an offensive guy to come in and, and do that, but he was tremendous. Three or five from three in that game, 22 points. Jaden Ledee just continues to be an absolute monster. He's he's averaging 21.5 points and 9.2 rebounds a game. He's almost averaging a double-double, and the call is just not easy to do. No, it's not. And uh, I, I've just been I've been impressed. Darren Trammell came out in a big way. He had 17 in that game. Um, you, just, you just like to see what the Aztecs are doing. And, I mean, Micah Parrish had, didn't have a good game. They still ran away. Lamont, Lamont Butler didn't have a great game. They still handled their business, and they did it in a major way. Props to the Aztecs for taking care of business uh, against a, uh, an extremely strong team, strong uh, Gonzaga team. I mean, there. anytime you beat Gonzaga in basketball, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, no, no doubt. They uh, Their next matchup, January 3rd, which is tomorrow, uh, at home against Fresno. They play at home on Wednesday. They play at home on Saturday against UNLV. That matchup against Colorado State will come January 30th, and it'll be at Colorado State. And then so, they come back here, right, later in the year or something? Yeah, they come back in February. Okay. So uh, We f- actually have tickets to give away to tomorrow night's game that is going to be a package of Chris versus the fans. Indeed. So if you'd like to go, 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock. If Chris is uh, in place, we will play Chris versus the fans. All right. Uh, without further ado, let's get to our first daily gambit of 2024. Do you like money? I think about money a lot. Do you like money without doing anything? Uh, duh. Winning. Do you want to make money while watching sports? I think Washington is immortal luck. Washington! Woohoo! If you answered yes, this is your segment. Just don't blame us when you lose. Nothing is ever your fault. It's your game. Take it. Gwen and Chris go through the top bets of the day in The Daily Gambit on 97.3 The Fan. Daily Gambit's our daily sports betting segment here on Gwen and Chris. Please, everybody, gamble responsibly. And we are going to start with some of the odds that we haven't talked about in a little bit. Now, the NFL MVP, I think, has been wrapped up by one person, and that would be Lamar Jackson. His odds right now are minus 20,000 to win the NFL MVP meaning he is the odds-on favor by a lot to win. Dak Prescott is in second, plus 1,800. Brock Purdy's Monday Night Football game did not help his cause at all when he threw four interceptions. He's at plus 3,000. Um, it is strange, though, to see that Jalen Hurts is the same as Patrick Mahomes this year in the MVP odds, which they've both played very poorly here at the end, but Patrick Mahomes' team has been better as of late. Yeah, I don't know. It makes sense to me because both of them are are not playing at the level that we've seen them play. Both of their teams are not playing at that level that we've seen their teams play. So it makes sense to me that they both have the same odds. Whereas Lamar Jackson's odds, because it was what two weeks ago, Brock Purdy was was the leader before that game. Before that game, MVP. Lamar went into Santa Clara, smacked him around a little bit. 
And then he went uh, home and did the same thing to the Miami Dolphins. I think the Miami Dolphins' performance was what put him over the top. He put himself in the driver's seat, beating the 49ers, and then five touchdowns against the Dolphins he is did what it, took it. It looked a lot different. Against the Niners, he did it outside the pocket. He did. Against the Dolphins, he did it inside the pocket. He, he was picking them apart. maddening. Like, when he plays against your team... Just knowing, oh, he's going to be sacked. Wait, no, he's not, and he's going to throw a 30-yard touchdown. He's a better version of Michael Vick. It's it's insane what he can do. It's, it's and really, this is going to be a second NFL MVP. This one might be unanimous, too. <sighs> That's crazy. That is crazy. I wonder if he, I wonder if he plays next week. In week 18? Because last time, yes, they were the number one I seed. yesterday or Sunday. They set most of their starters. Yep. And then they looked like they hadn't played in three weeks when they played against, I think it was the Texans. No, it was uh, against Titans. the Titans. The Lamar Jackson said he didn't actually like that at all. So I think he's probably going to suit up at least and maybe play a couple series. But just to get in the rhythm of things, same goes for the 49ers. I mean, they don't know if Brock Purdy's going to play. Christian McCaffrey is out for the rest of the regular season with a calf strain. So we'll keep an eye on that. But Tyreek Hill, to finish up the MVP odds, Tyreek Hill is the only non-quarterback on the list. And he is sixth in the odds at plus 7,500. Speaking of Tyreek Hill, there is a bet out there, Tony. If Tyreek Hill can break the mo- the record for most receiving yards in a regular season, not 2,000 anymore, but it would be he would have to get over 1,964.5 receiving yards in the final game. Uh, yes, is plus 3,000. He needs 247 plus yards to hit this record. Do you think he gets 247 plus yards in his final game of the regular season? They got Buffalo? They got Buffalo. For the division. That would be some That would be some epic division. stuff right there. That if would he be pulled some it epic off. Stuff. Two, how much 240? He needs 247 like they ain't no way. <sighs> I know. It's I, too... This is remember Buffalo is fighting for their playoff chances. I think basically they have they to win. win. They, they're in. They lose. They're out. They win. They're in. They lose. They're out. That's crazy to be. I mean, so you shouldn't be giving up two forty seven to anybody. No. in that situation. No, but I'm looking forward to this game over the weekend because can you? Can, do you think Chris is going to be a little, um, little nervous on Sunday? I really hope that they that Miami wins. Me too. Going into the playoffs, 11-6, and six, Chris is going to be not happy. Super Bowl odds right now, the 49ers are leading the way, which doesn't make any sense to me because the Ravens are in second. The Ravens just beat them head-to-head on Monday Night Football two weeks ago, so I don't know how that's the uh, the odds, but that is 49ers plus 220, the Ravens plus 300, the Bills plus 800, the Cowboys plus 850. We're going to talk a little bit more about Dan Campbell, the kneecap cannibal, later. But their loss to the Cowboys, I know it may have been meaningless in the records and all that because they had already won the division, but he made some really, really curious calls in that game. Dan Campbell went for two, and then the whole thing where the guy didn't report, but the referee said another number reported, and then they didn't get the two-point conversion, and then they had to do it again, and they had to do it a third time, and they didn't get it, and I didn't think he should have gone. You may have an argument for not doing it the second or third time. But what's the it, point of the first time, though? To like, me, don't it's you want to win the game? It's on officials. To me, they, to me, watching that, it was clear that I can't remember the the referee's name. Brad Allen. It's everywhere now. Brad. It was clear that Brad Allen 
was expected because they had been running the same dude in there every time to report that he was eligible. Yeah. He assumed that that guy, even though 68 walked over to him to tell him, I'm the eligible lineman on uh, on this play. I don't know why Not number 70 that, went over there. I was, it was fascinating to me that um, – that they that these coaches go over this stuff with the referees I, that was before the game. That like, was this is a play we're going to run. This is going to be the eligible lineman. And I just I, and I, in I found practice it, all week, that player goes to the designated referee in the practice field and tells them I'm eligible. So this is like a play that's practiced from start practiced. to finish. I think you know, in some ways, maybe Detroit played themselves because what you can do is have multiple dudes at least appear to report. Yeah. To the referee, so one. so the uh, so the other team cannot really know, and it seems like that is in fact what confused the referee because there was about three linemen that went over to him to tell or to at least appear to look like they were telling him they were the eligible but man. What I don't get about the multiple guys going up to the referee to try to confuse the other team because Brad Allen goes to the Cowboys and says, "Hey, number seventy is eligible," so they don't cover sixty-eight who catches the pass because he's not eligible, quote unquote. It's like, what's the point? No, they probably wouldn't have covered him regardless of whether he, he was eligible kind of or not. He snuck back there. I was like, what is he doing? What is, oh, oh, Jared Goff's got a, a lineman open. Right. I love watching replays of linemen trying to catch footballs. It's so funny to see that. Their hands are usually making a football look like a <laughs> yeah, Nerf ball seriously. most of the time. Um, that's about it for my bets here tonight. Well, Chris is texting us, so I'm, oh, he is. I'm Let's sure. See. What uh, you oh, nope. Traffic bad here, unfortunately. He probably won't be on okay. until four. We'll let you know. <laughs> At least there's no blushy cheeked emoji. He emoji did face. put his favorite uh, emoji on there, which is interesting. I hope he's in a good mood. Chris texted us quite a bit over the break. I mean, he broke down the bulls for you. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't very happy. I, I purposely ignored that one. <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty that funny. That one irritated me. That was but pretty funny. It felt better after I got a little bit of a lead back in uh, in our Chris versus Chris, Chris and Gwen and Chris's. Pick him. Yeah, NFL pick him. Yeah. So. so. All right. All right. Well, we'll wait for him till later. Maybe we will be giving away the tickets not in Chris first to fans if he's not if here. If he's so. not here, hopefully he will be. All right. Let's get to break. When we return, we talked a little bit about that potential. Is what is going not, on, man? I'm trying to get the music to go away. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Uh, you know, I spent all all break thinking you need to be better about making mistakes and first show back and I'm already making mistakes. That's the first one, dog. Give yourself a, a little little leeway here. All right. Uh, another NFL owner, more problems. <laughs> we'll get to it on, on the other side. More going to Chris. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 3.20 on the clock. Tony Gwynn Jr., Chris Ello, not with us, but hopefully around 4 o'clock he'll join us. Matt Scravey in the building on the ones and twos. Getting reacquainted with the board a little bit today. Uh the NFL uh, owners, in particular, the Panthers owner. Gosh. Did you see this? Yes. Uh, apparently, Mr. David Tepper in frustration of the Jags sticking it to his team. And I'm sure, I'm almost positive, he had his window open during the game, his owner's suite window yes. open. And there were some Panther or some Jaguar fans, Jaguar fans, Jaguar sitting in front, and I'm sure they were giving it to him pretty good. You probably where where was this game? Was it home or away? Because if it was home, I'm like, why are you sitting opposing fans in front of? Yeah, your, I'm not sure if it was. Box. I'm Let not sure if it quick. was home or away. But I know that in, I assume frustration, took whatever was in his cup, and flung it. At the Jaguar fan. It was in Jacksonville, so this makes sense. Jacksonville fans were giving them the business. Which they should. They're, that's, you know, they paid good money yeah. to come to those game. Remember when you guys were at City Field for the playoffs? Uh, and yes. Those people in front of you yes. were like, we paid good money yeah, to watch this they, game. They, let, they, they did. They, <laughs> left, they left pissed off, but, you know, yeah, they definitely. because their team lost. Yeah, yeah, we got the double bird that day. Both me and <laughs> you Jesse. You got the Justin Herbert? Me and, Jimmy, <laughs> me and Jesse got the double bird that day okay. for sure. All right. Uh, but it was easy to swallow because, you know, our team was moving on. They they were going home, so yeah. we understood their frustration. However, when you are the owner of the team, you're supposed to be above that, way above. But that. apparently, Mr. Tepper wanted to sling some mud himself and slung a drink, caught a fan who was not happy. I might say he looked like he wanted to crawl into the suite. Uh, he thought, not a good move. He on thought, his part, he thought better of it. He good, did. Good. He did. But uh, it sounds like this is going to be a hefty fine oh, coming really? his way. Possibly a suspension. I, I read this morning. Wow, I didn't read that at all. Uh, I'm glad that they're doing something about it. This just tells me one thing. This guy didn't. Wasn't there a report a on him, him earlier yeah. earlier this season? Well, no. There's been a report. He fired the MLS coach that he just owned. He just bought the team in Charlie. Fired that coach after they had a pretty good season. He's just going through coaches like crazy. Hired Matt Rule. Fired Matt Rule. It seems like if it doesn't go his way, he has a huge problem with anger. Because he's done these kind of like blow ups a few times. Remember when he walked out of the locker room and he just like yelled uh, an expletive as he was walking out <laughs> right. after they lost? Like, you know what your team is. You don't, you think your team's going to be a playoff team this year? Yeah, that's what made him his frustration so, so out of left field. Like, your team has two wins on the year. Like, what did you think was going to happen when they faced the Jaguars, who are, are like decent? At, Top of their division. Yeah. Close to the top of it. Tied for top of the division. All right, I'm watching the video again, and the 
The petty throwdown of the cup <laughs> the, after? It, it wasn't just the petty throwdown. <laughs> it was the petty throwdown and then turn and walk away. Yes, yes. Like, I'm done with you <laughs> as he walks away. It was all bad. They got to remove this guy. Yeah, good luck with that. They're probably not going to. But is this? Is he the new? I saw some things. Is he the new Daniel Snyder of the NFL? Is he the most hated owner now? I don't know. Daniel Snyder was pretty diabolical. He was pretty he diabolical. Was, he was doing some beyond the type of throwing the drink petty stuff. He was he was involved in much more serious yeah, accusations. Disgusting accusations. Yeah, so, yeah, I would say he's not quite on the level of Dan Snyder, but... This certainly uh, isn't a good look. Uh, I mean, they they can't find an odor in Carolina to be good because their former owner, Jerry Richardson, was removed after reports revealed he had um, sexual her racial harassment allegations during his tenure as the owner. <sighs> I just don't get it. I don't get it. Um, I just saw this for the first time. Um, mm. Yamamoto. Yeah. He has opt-outs in his, oh, you, in, oh, his, yes. in his deal. And they are tied to elbow health. Uh, if Yamamoto has Tommy John surgery or is on the injured list for a right elbow injury for 134 consecutive service days from 2024 to 2029, he would have the right to opt out after the 2031 season and the 2033 World Series, according to the terms of the deal obtained by the Associated Press. So if he misses any time due to the right elbow, he gets the opt out. At that point, after the 31 Why season. Why would he ever opt out? <laughs> I don't know. If he's injured and he's not as good and they're still going to pay him all that money, it's kind of weird. If he avoids Tommy John's surgery and doesn't miss that much time with an elbow issue during that window, he can instead opt out after the 29 and 31 season. So that makes sense That for makes him. so. So he can opt out. If he stays healthy, he can opt out earlier if he wants. If he doesn't stay healthy, that opt-out is pushed back down yeah. the line. Uh, in the first scenario, the Dodgers would gain $10 million conditional option for 2036 with no buyout. Of course, so, Dodgers are doing something shady on the books again. Yeah, I saw, I saw um, that they actually end up saving money on Otani's deal. I know it's pissing people off because I, ultimately I got over it. Everybody and then they signed feels... Yamamoto, and then I was angry again. And then I saw that they didn't defer any of his payments. I'm like, okay. And then you know, it just keeps. And then they're in the mix for Josh Hader. Like they should not have this much money to spend. I don't think they're going to spend on. I don't think they'll spend that kind of money on Josh, Josh Hader, especially Hader. if he wants over a hundred million in the years too. That doesn't seem like something the Dodgers do in terms of closers. They'll do it for a starter. They'll do it for a position player. I don't. I don't know that they do it for for a closer. One of my friends who's a Rams fan had this huge problem with something that Otani did at a Rams game. Well, I guess he didn't do it, but the Rams did it. They're acting like Otani wasn't in the Los Angeles area for his entire career already. They're like introducing him to the crowd. He's wearing a Rams jersey. By the way, wearing Puka Nakua's number. So Puka Nakua, his number got stolen by Otani over there. You, but why are they acting like Otani's never been in L.A.? It's the craziest that's thing. That's how much they uh, don't consider Anaheim L.A. I guess. I guess, well, I guess that's right. <laughs> but still, it's not like we've never seen the guy. This is just a little too much. Little Listen, you sign a dude for how much they signed for? Seven hundred million dollars. You sign a dude for seven hundred million. You should introduce him to everybody as much as possible. And he's uh, getting paid six hundred and eighty million of that after his contract is up. Yeah, you know. 
he will be making $2 million a year. Cheapest free agent in the history of free agents, at least while he's playing. I'm not going to let it bother me. You should, because as you explained, as you explained so well earlier, we of all people should know better. We should. Because uh, the Padres were pretty loaded last year. And they did not make the playoffs. They did not. So you can spend as much money as you want and get the best players available. In this game that we call baseball, it does not mean that you will win. A lot of times it means that that you usually don't win. I mean, you think about it. Like all of the teams that have been put together in this fashion – don't typically win. I'm trying. I'm trying my best to think of one that was put together like this. Maybe one. Maybe the Yankees. A Yankees team back in the day. Back in the like. And I the 2000s. That was that was homegrown though. Posada and Jeter and um, well, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Bernie Williams. I mean, all those dudes came up through their organization. So I don't know that they. But now when you started bringing in the A Rods of the world, yeah. And, that, that that was a little bit different, but they I think they eventually won. They won a title with Teixeira on yeah, the team, so, I believe. Doesn't always work out. Sometimes it does. It does. It does. And I, it's so weird because I've been playing a lot of video games over the break, and uh, I'm going to be brushing up on my MLB the show skills here soon. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, I, I haven't mentioned it yet, but Skinny Scraby is oh, in the on. building. Come on, I mean, we got Skinny Chris. He's not here today. He was in the building. Now I got two of them. Skinny yeah. Scraby is definitely in here looking skinny. Thank you. How Thank many pounds? You. 22 pounds down. Yeah, yeah good for you, man. 22 pounds down. You did that over the toughest time to possibly ever do a diet during the holidays. I will say yes, I did. But SD Fat Loss, honestly, they give you this big, huge book with a bunch of different meals that you can eat, and they give you recipes, and now, so you can we change lo- it up. When we left, you hadn't you hadn't start changing it up yet. I'm still not going to change it up. You're still doing the same stuff. I tried to do the change-up thing, but I don't need rosemary chicken to, to eat. I could just Did eat. you try the rosemary chicken? Yes, I made How it. How did it work? It was whatever. Like It tasted like rosemary chicken. <laughs> I'm like, I don't need to go through all these hoops. I could just eat the chicken So you're anything. okay doing Groundhog Day? Okay. I, well, be, okay. Here, I, here's I, I'm, not, I'm not opposed to that. If you can, if you're one of those people that can just do it, it's 60 days. Yeah, I can do it for 60 days. Now, I will say, over the holidays, my family did not make it easy on me. Well, you had plenty of options. training in that. I did because I don't. I don't make it easy on you either. It's it, easier when I can leave the room and I can, <laughs> and I'm at work. But when you're what when kind of, the pizza's delivered to the house, I was about to say, what kind of things were you your family doing? It, pizza. It, yeah, my, my brother-in-law found it really funny to keep offering me cake and ice cream and all this other. <laughs> oh, yes, I forgot. I forgot. Like, thanks, Andrew. Like, really? That's but hilarious. I, um, I did my best, and so I'm down 22 pounds. I still have 30 more days to go, but I'm feeling a lot better. Like, it's it's pretty crazy how you can take off 22 pounds, and you feel so much different. Well, you look different. Your clothes are big. You had to create an extra uh, loop in your belt. I did. I had to. That's use That's hilarious. Yes. I had to use a, uh, like a um, a screw. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty two pounds. Yeah. How many more days you got? Thirty. You still got thirty days. Yeah, it's okay. I'll be good. No, I know I you're gonna I'll be, be good. I'm, just, I'm thinking about the pounds that you could. Oh, I'm at. only gonna go till like they don't say lose as much weight as you can. They say lose what you what you want. What's your goal? What's your target? My goal is to lose 40 pounds, so I'm 18 away from that. And I know that Ben Higgins lost a ton of weight. I don't know if it was quite 40 pounds, but I know that Chris lost uh, over 30 pounds. 
and he's still been eating that way. One thing I think is great about this, and I'm I'm not I'm not saying this because I'm doing it, but they do give you the education that you need to, to be know able to how to eat it. to to sustain. Yeah. To know I I I like I'm a portion guy. I like big portions, and I go for two portions sometimes, and I just. Cut Eat the portions it. up a little bit. Yeah, but the portions that you're supposed to be eating are so much smaller than the portions I was taking. Yeah, Tony showed his fist. They yeah, said either a fist or I have a scale, yeah. and I weigh five, uh, five ounces of protein, five ounces of fruit, and five ounces of vegetable, and I just eat it. And that's it. Good for you, man. <laughs> Good for you. Thanks, Tony. All right, let's get to break. We got what you call a hodgepodge of sports topics when we return. Borgwin and Chris on the way. Did you forget how the board works in like two so. weeks? I guess so. <laughs> you know those things where you drive in and you're like, today's going to be a good day. Today's going to be a good day on the board, on the cameras, and then it all fell That's apart. It's not a good day. All right. Anyway, you're into Gwen and Chris here. I'm Scraby. Chris is making his way to Air Force right now. Uh, he's going to be calling the game between the Air Force and Aztecs women's basketball tomorrow. So he'll join us when he can. But uh, right now, we're going to go over some news stories, uh, and it's kind of a hodgepodge, as Tony said before break. But Yuki Matsui, the new pitcher that the Padres uh, signed over the break, over the holidays, he actually can earn a certain amount of money, and we'll tell you when we get back from traffic. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. All right, hodgepodge of sports. Here we go, and we're going to start with that Yuki Matsui story. And we got no music, man. There it is. Yes, right. Yuki Matsui can actually earn more money than was reported in his twenty-eight million dollar deal. He can earn up to thirty-three point six million dollars over five seasons with the Padres if he becomes the team's closer. And also, the pitcher could opt out of the deal after three years and fourteen and a half million dollars if his pitching elbow remains healthy. So there's a little bit of information. What is, is it weird with like these these elbow um, contracts? We just went over Yamamoto, so he got this kind of a similar yeah. language in there. I, I don't know why the team would want to keep a guy who's injured. I, Isn't that why they have opt outs? So if you're no, injured, yeah. you can get no, out of the contract. It's a well, no, it's not an opt out for. It's not a team opt out. It's a player opt out. So yeah. It's really in there for if, especially in his deal, right? Yuki Matsui is one of the best closers, the best closer in Japan. There's an element of we haven't seen it done in the big leagues yet. And so you get him at $28 which is cheap for a closer here in the States. Over five years, that's pretty cheap. Over five years, right? Um, However... If he comes out and he pitches with the same dominance he had in Japan, it gives him the ability to opt out, hit the market, and get more. 
right? And the same yeah. thing for Yamamoto. Yeah. Although I can't see him getting more than what he got. I mean, he would have to. He'd have to be like <laughs> Cy Young's the next couple of years, yeah. right? Yeah. But it gives them uh, a chance to get out of it if if they can. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and by the way, did you know Yuki Matsui is one of three of the shortest players in baseball right now, or pitchers in baseball? How, how he's tall is five eight? And he's 160 or 165 pounds, so that puts him on the list of like top three shortest pitchers in baseball, which is kind of interesting because I was reading an article about what he can do, and he can hit 96, he can hit 94, but what the one thing that Yuki Matsui has that people are saying is going to be a lot different for hitters, a lefty splitter. I saw that. What well, do you think about that? We'll see. I think ultimately it'll be a weapon early because nobody has really seen too many left-handed splits. But I wonder why that is. Just because you don't throw it that way? It's not the way the arm moves or something? I mean, you think about it. I mean, most lefties got a, either got a good fastball to go with a slider or yeah. you know, something that's spinning. But split will be interesting for sure. So we'll see him, and we'll see what happens with Robert Suarez as well, because Robert Suarez, they signed to a pretty big deal. Let's not forget, maybe you can get a full healthy year out From, of Robert this year. That that makes a, the bullpen even stronger. That would be huge. Uh, his payout over the five-year deal includes salaries of $3.25 million this coming year, $5.5 million next year, five point seven five in 2026. Six and a half million in twenty seven and seven million in twenty eight. So you can kind of see how they spread it out so that they have some room here uh, in the first couple of years. But he can earn up to thirty three point six million dollars. Now, here is uh, how he would get those. He would get one hundred and fifty thousand dollars for fifteen games finished. Two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for. Um, 25, 35, and 45 games finished, and $500,000 for 55. So he has to appear in 55 games, and then he gets his $500,000. So are, is his elbow a huge worry? Is this is why we're building all this in? I, I just think it gives the team some protection. You know, the medicals, you know, come over, I assume, from Japan. Yeah. You know, I don't know. They, they obviously felt something about what they saw so they yeah. put this in there as protection at least sounds like and i saved the best for last he has a no trade clause so they don't have to worry about that i mean he he can waive the no trade clause but he gets an interpreter he also gets a hotel suite on road trips annual round trip tickets to japan and he's going to become a free agent when his contract ends i'll tell you what there ain't going to be too many suites left in whatever yeah, hotel said it was I mean, you got some big contracts, and I imagine based on the size of the contract, Toddy has one, Bogey has one, Manny, Manny has, has one. one. Uh, you, Darvish, probably has Darv one. has one. Joe uh, probably yes. has one. Add Matsui to that. Jake, he's on a deal. He probably, he, uh, Yeah. And then there's a, you know, how those things go. Is there's a pecking order, right? You, time served is, is, so if we go to a, for instance, you go to Detroit. Very interesting. You to go me. to Detroit. It's a, it's a small, it's a small hotel. Ain't no way in hell they have nine <laughs> suites. So somebody's got to take a regular room. Wow, I wonder who that is. <laughs> it's not Manny. No, it's not Manny. It's not Fernando. I, it's not Manny. It ain't you. I know that. It's not Bogey. Yeah, it's definitely that bogey. Sorry, Matsui. You're going to have to work yourself into one of those spots. That will be interesting. You'll have to keep uh, us you know, up on that situation. T- T- the TJ's year. got his uh, – TJ Lasita has his uh, 
He's got his hands full trying to figure that out when he <laughs> has to make these reservations. Now, do you get a sweet too <laughs> with like uh, someone f- with the palm fronds, like no waving at you? I get a regular room. Okay, that's good enough for you. Yeah, that's plenty enough for me. <laughs> no, it's just, just me. Um, I have. We're going to get to this really weird situation between Jimmy Kimmel and Aaron Rodgers in just one second. But Den- the Denver Broncos and the Russell Wilson situation was it, it still is insane now basically in a nutshell the broncos wanted russell wilson to change his contract and waive some injury guarantees or else they were going to bench him the last two games of the season he says i'm not going to change my contract and so they said okay we're going to bench you number one i can't even believe this is a thing and number two I'm not a Russell Wilson guy, but I'm completely on his side on this one. You cannot ask a guy to change a contract because you don't like it. Like, that doesn't make any sense to anyone. It's crazy. I think I am a Russell Wilson guy. I'm not a, I, know, you I know you guys think I'm a Denver Bronco guy. I'm not. I'm a Russell Wilson guy. <laughs> and I think he was, uh, he was set up for a fall the whole time. I mean, you think about how many times Sean Payton berated Russell Wilson on the sideline. There's at least three times that I could think of. Not one time did Russell Wilson ever respond. He was as professional as you could possibly be throughout. Even after they beat, was it the Chiefs? They beat the Chiefs. What is that? No, we ain't going to break. I'm telling you, I did not do that. I did not do that. I did not do that. They go out, or it might have been the Bills. I can't remember. They beat the Chiefs and the Bills, right? They beat both of them. They they had a, some wins here at the end of the season. They, they told were they told they based. told him that in uh, after week what six seven I think it was that they if he didn't change his contract after a big win it might have been the win at Buffalo it could have been the one against the Chiefs but they beat that team. They tell him after the game that. If you don't change this in your contract, we're going to uh, we're going to bench you. He doesn't acquiesce to that. They let him play. He wins three more, four more games. They won five games in a row. Four more games after that. So it went Packers, Chiefs, Bills, Vikings, Browns, all wins. Packers. So it was after the Chiefs win. They go. So they go into the bye week. They beat the Browns. Or no, they beat the Bills. Yeah, they after, beat the yep. Browns. They beat the Vikings. They beat the Vikings. They beat the Chargers. So they won five out of six games during that stretch. So, you know, clearly it wasn't about the tag. Because if they wanted him to change it and he doesn't change it, because what happens is if he gets hurt in that time period, he's guaranteed that money. It's like 38. 38 so, mil. Yeah. So if it was truly about that, after you get the win, he tells you, no, I'm not changing it, you bench him then. Yeah, that's true. You didn't bench him. Which now means that your it, it really, hopes are it, really it, it really wasn't about that. Yeah, that's true. I and didn't so, think about it like that. I, you know, the thing that really irritated me was Sean Payton saying, "I knew I don't really handle those things. That's left up to the GM." No, you do handle get, those things. You get out of here with that. That is just a, a bunch I'm of crap. I'm out on Sean Payton. I've I haven't been a fan since he I did never, the Bounty Gate thing, but I he never, seems like he likes to take a lot of credit for things when it's good, and then he likes to distribute blame when it's bad. Because he's shown enough, and although it might have been warranted, wasn't best look. He's shown enough. Did my man in uh, in New York, the Jet offensive oh. coordinator. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett. He yeah. sure enough rolled him under the bus. He, he really did, and then he took it back, but he's like kind of, sort of. <laughs> yeah, a little too late. Yeah, I, late. I, I thought that was uh, – I just think Denver looks like 
They look they look, horrible. They look horrible. How in this is situation. that a thing, though? I didn't know that that was actually it's not. a thing. That is why the the PA got involved. Like this is against collective bargaining agreement. You can't do this. And maybe that's why they backed off ultimately. But if they I was a, them. if I was a team and I was afraid that this guy could get hurt in the next five games against those teams, I would I wouldn't let him play. Yeah. But they did. They let him play. It would almost been poetic justice for him to get hurt. Thirty three million. It would have been. Now some team's going to get a good quarterback. Um, yeah, because I can't see him standing. There's no there's way. There's no way. There's no way. They, they're probably not even talking anymore. Um, yeah, I, 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 I've lost any respect I've had for for Sean Payton it's after learning about all the things we learned about over the break. I, I think back to when you know Drew was there. Never once saw him even come close to speaking to Drew like that. Mm. Yeah. At least I didn't catch it on camera. That's true. Well, I mean, and, yeah. And, yeah. you know, Drew wasn't at his best at the end, right? His shoulder was, was falling apart. Yet, you know, still had that respect for him. Doesn't seem like he had that walking into the building. And it wasn't his guy, so maybe that's maybe that has well, something you can't, to do. Just because it's not your guy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Like, jeez. Uh, but we'll, we'll watch that mess, basically, is what I'm trying to say yeah. here. Uh, now, Aaron Rodgers said something about Jimmy Kimmel that had Jimmy Kimmel up in arms. Yeah, what is so this about? Here is Aaron Rodgers on the Pat McAfee show this morning talking about the Epstein flight list. If you know what that is, you can, you'll know, but you can also look it up. But here is Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. Bring it up. Bring it up, Foxy or somebody back Seats there. Seats on it. We have Super Bowl 58. You'll see it. The emblem. Put it on the screen. And then bring up 57 and 56. Does that have something to do with the Epstein list that came out? <laughs> Feels like, <laughs> feels like that's supposed to be coming out soon. That's supposed to be coming out. Soon. Look, this guy's been it's waiting in his wine people. cellar. Yeah. I've been waiting in my wine <laughs> cellar for this thing. <laughs> a lot of people, including Jimmy Kimmel, are really hoping that doesn't. <laughs> so you can't just throw Jimmy Kimmel's name out there and expect and think it to he's go not well. going to respond. Yeah. So he did respond on X. He says, uh, "Dear bleep word, uh, for the record, I have not met." flown with, visited, or had any contact whatsoever with Epstein, nor will you find my name on any list other than the clearly phony nonsense that soft brain wackos like yourself can't seem to distinguish from reality. Your reckless words put my family in danger. Keep it up, and we will debate the facts further in court. And tags him. So Yowzers. Yeah, Yowzers is right. Like, I understand that he was just making a joke, and I don't really take it that seriously. But you can't actually name someone whose name is not on a list. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I just, that's not a, that's not a cool thing right there. First comment. I love reading I know, comments. I know that they, uh, I know that there's some beef there. I'm not sure what it is. There is a little bit of beef, but I can't remember either. Um, but not this. Because I, I can't imagine he just randomly named Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel. Yeah. Um, there, the first comment says, ask Aaron why he, his family wants nothing to do with him. Oh, so that's course. the world you gotta of go, Twitter. You right got to go straight to the <laughs> straight to the personal points. And now we're doing a little potpourri of sports here on Gwen and Chris, 97.3 The Fan. Kenny Pickett, Steelers quarterback, he was not in uh, uniform over the weekend when the Steelers played the Seahawks. And there was a rumor going around that he refused to be the backup to Mason Rudolph. So that's why he didn't dress for the game at all. And so that was going around the fans. That was going around the uh, media and going around all the social media platforms. But Kenny Pickett was not happy about this. And he had some words to say about what they said about him today, I believe. 
reports out there that I feel like we're attacking, you know, my character and how I'm as a person, not even getting into a player standpoint of it. Um, there was no talk of me being a backup quarterback this week in terms of being a two. Um, if I was healthy enough to play and the trainers and coaches felt like I looked good enough to play, I was going to start and play. Um, if they believed that I was not, which they believed I was not, I was not going to dress and suit up for the game. Um, so whoever reported that, I don't know where it started. Um, it's kind of crazy what people will write and put out there um, to try to, you know, prove their point or help their standpoint or their careers and, and what you guys do. Um, but, you know, disappointed to see that um, without any proof or basis of it. Uh, you know, the sad part is I can't even say that he's 100 percent wrong. We yeah. have seen too many times in, in, in our media side where, you know, people will just report whatever. Yeah, and it not be true. Yeah, um, and in this case, it's it's a, it's really attacking someone's character in terms of who they are. Um, it was interesting that report didn't come out until I didn't see it until after. I didn't see it until after either. after the game. You would think that if he had made noise about not wanting to be a number two, that would have come out prior to yes. the game. Yes, that would right? be some sort of report. But, this is why he's not playing. But exactly. But this is uh it comes out after, of course, after uh the quarterback that started ahead of him had a good game and the, the Steelers oh, won. Mason Rudolph. Mason yeah. Rudolph. Um and so I don't know, man. It's you can't you, unfortunately, you can't believe everything you read. But you it can't. does seem like everybody does believe everything they read. It's very like I don't know how we can get back to a place where you can actually believe in things. Because I can't believe anything I read anymore. And quite honestly... There used to be a, a, a sense of skepticism in anything you read. Like, it yeah. wasn't... You didn't... It's like, yeah, okay, it sounds good, but, uh, you know, I'm going I'm to dig a little deeper. Find out. Now, it's a guy who's never had team issues is all of a sudden having team He's issues. He's just like, ah, I don't want to be the second I don't want to play and I'm not dressing either. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. It's not, it's very strange. I don't know if we can get back to that place, though, Scrape, to no. be honest with you. Uh, last one, Rams coach Sean McVay makes a promise that he'll coach in the 24th season. I wonder if that's playoff berth that you're about to get is any reason why, why leave, you're coming back. Leave Sean McVay alone. Remember when he had a bad season last year and he wanted to quit? He didn't retire. He stayed. Leave that man he alone. He wanted to quit. 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 <laughs> he wanted to <laughs> Q-U-I-T quit. <laughs> Four o'clock hour. Okay, here we go. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.